Hi, this is Randy Landry, and this is my 189th podcast on Common Sense and Ramblings in America. Today I'm going to read from one of my articles in my blog, common-sense-n-america.com, U.S. Navy versus the Chinese Navy, the real skinny. There's been a lot of talk about how the Chinese Navy is bigger than the United States Navy. Well, it's... I think comparing apples to oranges, um, yes, they do have more ships, okay, in the water, but what are we talking as far as quality goes? They have two aircraft carriers, we have 11, we have more destroyers in them. Sure, they have more frigates and other boats like that, smaller ships, less sophisticated, though they are improving in their technology. Um, Their planes are also um, not comparable to ours. And they're technical savvy. Um, again, they are catching up in some areas. And they do have more submarines. Again, um, they're going um, number over quality. So quantity over quality. So I'm going to read this article. This was an article that was written. By Chris Osborne. And it's entitled... U.S. versus China at sea, Um, yet the U.S. Navy has more carriers and destroyers. All right, so it's going to be a slightly shorter blog than what our podcast and what I've done in the past, but um, let's go ahead anyway. The U.S. Navy operates 11 carriers compared with China's two, and the U.S. Navy operates 92 destroyers compared to China's roughly 50 destroyer strong fleet. Most military observers and weapons developers know the People's Liberation Army Navy is already larger than the U.S. Navy. As the accelerating pace of China's shipbuilding and modernization enterprise has been on the Pentagon's radar for years, a lot of attention is being paid to China's bigger Navy and fast-growing fleet. Yet a lesser-known reality to this equation is that at the moment, the U.S. Navy operates more carriers and more destroyers than the PLA, a lot more. The U.S. Navy also operates with a massive advantage when it comes to maritime-launched fifth-generation aircraft. The U.S. operating 11 carriers compared with China's two. China does have three times as many Corvettes than the U.S. Navy, according to Global Firepower, operating 72 Corvettes compared to the U.S. at 22. Also, China is listed as having 43 frigates, which is, of course, much more than the U.S. Navy, which is now fast-tracking its new Constellation-class frigates. China is reported to have 10 submarine advantage as well, being listed at 78 compared to the U.S. at 68. This is one of the many reasons why U.S. Navy and Congress are working to fast-track new build Virginia-class attack submarines. Looking more fully at the entire Chinese fleet, there seem to be several extremely critical variables to keep in mind, particularly when one speaks to compare PLA maritime combat power with the U.S. Navy combat power. While much is being made of the fact that in terms of pure numbers, the Chinese Navy is larger, when it comes to what are arguably the most critical naval platforms, carriers, and destroyers, the U.S. Navy retains an extremely significant advantage. Also, while mass still matters, to quote the famous Sun Tzu, and the ability to pour a large yet dispersed network, Maritime formations is doubtless of massive significance when it comes to blue water or open water ocean warfare. 
Simple numerical advantage may prove much less decisive than fewer ships with superior technologies. Pure fleet numbers would seem to provide much less of an advantage in today's maritime warfare environment when compared with technological capability, particularly when it comes to sensor and weapons range, precision, unmanned systems, multi-domain networking, and surface-to-air, ground, undersea connectivity. Should a single U.S. Navy destroyer have the technological ability through multi-domain networking, advanced sensing, and long-range precision weaponry to see and destroy PLA Navy warships from safe standoff distances, then large numbers of Chinese ships would be extremely vulnerable and at risk of being destroyed by a single U.S. Navy warship. The reverse is also true, meaning should the PLA operate a higher level of sensor range and fidelity, coupled with advanced weapons, then a numerical advantage itself would prove much less decisive. Simply put, having more ships does not instantly train, translate, eh, translate into maritime warfare or technological superiority, as naval power is best measured according to a wide range of criteria to include sensor range and fidelity, weapons targeting, missile defense technology, weapon sophistication and lethality, and perhaps most of all, the extent of secure multi-domain networking capability. Chinese carriers versus U.S. carriers. China is fast building its own aircraft carrier fleet and is already well along with its U.S. Ford lookalike Fujin carrier. Due to the PRC's well-known and often discussable military fusion, large population and industrial capacity, China is likely to add carriers on an accelerated timeline. For instance, China is moving quickly to construct another massive shipyard to supplement its existing manufacturing operations. While having fewer carriers may mean China cannot project global power, influence, and presence the way the U.S. Navy can with 11 carriers, yet the presence of several operational carriers in the Pacific presents an extremely significant regional threat in terms of an ability to launch sustained air campaigns against Taiwan, Japan, Korea, or even Australia. Added to this occasion, should the PLA Navy bring several carriers to a maritime warfare location somewhere in the world, their ocean warfare force could be both massive and extremely lethal. Not long after the U.S. Navy conducted dual carrier war training drills in the Pacific earlier this year, the PLA Navy did the same thing with its two operational carriers in an apparent effort to demonstrate a comparable maritime warfare capability. The margin of difference when it comes to carriers, however, likely pertains to some more difficult-to-discern factors, such as the relative sophistication of layered ships' defenses, the strength of China's ability to replicate a carrier strike group, and, of course, the kinds of attack and surveillance aircraft PLA carriers can employ. China is also at a significant deficit in this respect as well, given that the PLA is only reported to operate two prototypes of its J-31 carrier launch fifth-generation stealth fighter. In effect, the Chinese at the moment have no F-35C or F-35B equivalent, placing their carrier air power projection at an extreme deficit, given the sophistication of modern air defenses. Multiple reports say China is on pace to double its fleet of destroyers within just the next five years. At the moment, the U.S. operates more than 90 destroyers, and China is reported to operate a fleet of roughly 50. However, should the PLA Navy's plans to quickly double its fleet size of five years materials, the numerical balance of power will be quite different. This introduces an important point because though China may have more overall ships than the U.S. Navy, it does not appear as though 
the PLA Navy operates more carriers and destroyers when compared to the U.S. Navy. While this may change quickly in coming years, this seems quite significant, and of course the U.S. Navy continues to rapidly add new high-tech Flight 3 DDG-51 destroyers. Also, the concern about China's fleet is by no means restricted to pure numbers, but also grounded in uncertainties related to the relative sophistication and capability of China's new Type 055 destroyers. Having more destroyers does not necessarily equate to any kind of maritime superiority. They cannot compete with the range, precision, networking, overall capability of U.S. destroyers. The U.S. Navy has now has at least 10 DDG-51 Arleigh Burke Flight 3 destroyers in development, and DDJet 51 Maker Hill has announced the launch of the U.S. Navy's third Flight 3, the Ted Stevens. U.S. Navy Flight 3 destroyers represent quite a step forward as they are built with a paradigm changing radar known as AN slash SPY 6 radar system. SPY 6 is reported to be 30 times more sensitive and precise than previous radar systems. Developers have, for years, explained that the SPY 6 radar can detect objects one half the size and twice as far away as existing radar. This increased power density range and image fidelity is enabled by the use of military-grade gallium nitride described, described as advanced materials which increase power density sensitivity and throughput of electromagnetic systems. What about Chinese destroyers? If the PLA Navy has more of them, does it equate to a superiority if they do not operate with a comparable threat detection range or weapon systems? Most likely not. So, despite the pace at which China is adding new destroyers, a Chinese Communist Party-backed newspaper says the PLA's Navy new Type 055 destroyers are engineered for multi-mission operations to include land attack, open water, maritime warfare, and anti-submarine missions. The new Chinese ships are armed with rocket-propelled torpedoes, operate sub-hunting helicopters, and advanced sonar systems. Dangerous Chinese Type 055 Destroyers The first Type 055 Chinese destroyer, the Natching, looks a little bit like a hybrid between the U.S. Zumwalt and Arleigh Burke DDG-51 class destroyers. It does have what appear to be some stealthy attributes such as a rounded front hull, and smooth exterior with fewer protruding structures that there are mounted antennas and what look like mass in the back as well. The helicopter landing area in the back of the Nanjing does look like a US DGD-51. Type 055 anti-submarine attack. In recent years, Chinese government-backed newspapers have reported that its first Type 055 destroyer, the Nanjing, fires rocket-propelled torpedoes and has demonstrated submarine hunting proficiency. The PLA Navy has conducted helicopter dropping sonar submarine detection missions such using a Z-9 search helicopter. This is quite similar to how the U.S. Navy uses its NH-60R helicopter as a submarine hunting platform. Chinese destroyer and ballistic missile defense. Yet another critical element of maritime combat power relates to the ability, possibility of open-based ocean-based ballistic missile defense. The Pentagon's 2021 annual China report projected that, indeed, China has been developing a BMD-type capability for its types. O55 destroyer.
something which could increase its networking defensive interceptor ability and overall attack envelope. However, is China's emerging destroyer integrated BMD technology comparable to the U.S. Navy's Aegis combat system? U.S. Navy upgrades to Aegis have included extensive software modifications enabling a single system to conduct both air and cruise missile defense and ballistic missile defense simultaneously. Aegis has also in recent years been receiving tech insertion software upgrades to further enhance its operational functionality, something which includes connecting highly sensitive long-range radar systems with fire control and ship fire interceptor weapons. As part of this maturation, U.S. Navy Aegis BMD has demonstrated an emergency merging ability to conduct a new sphere of missile defenses by tracking and destroying ICBMs as they approach re-entering the Earth's atmosphere and descent from space to a target. This capability adds yet another area of potential U.S. technological sophistication. It may not be clear how far along China's destroyer-based BMD is or just how capable it may be. However, the PLA Navy-type 055 quasi-stealthy destroyer is reported to operate with advanced weaponry, according to Chinese government-backed newspapers. Specifically, do China's advanced destroyers operate with an Aegis-like ability to link fire control interceptor missiles and advanced radar, perhaps of even greater importance? What kinds of interceptors might the PLA Navy-type 055 operate? Chinese press has repeatedly been reporting on testing of a PLA Navy ship launch hypersonic weapon. It does the PLA Navy operate interceptor weapons in any way comparable to the U.S. Navy's upgraded SM-3 Block 2A with longer range, enhanced target discrimination enabled by software upgrades and an ability to track ICBMs? The U.S. Navy is progressing quickly with its own ship-launched hypersonic weapon called the Conventional Prompt Strike Missile slated to arm destroyers by 2025. While the exact capabilities of China's ship-launched hypersonic missiles weapon may be tough to discern, it appears the U.S. Navy closed an apparent gap or deficit in this area. This is critical as it would take away the possibility that Navy might move China might move quickly in an effort to exploit or leverage its advantage in hypersonic weapons. Multiple reports have cited photographs in detail of China test firing a YJ-21 hypersonic missile from its Type O-55 destroyer. However, many of these Chinese operate. What is their range, special speed, and guidance or targeting capability or technology? Does China have other interceptors capable of offensive or defensive attack? Is there anything comparable to the U.S. Navy's SM-6, which also, due to software upgrades, can adjust to targets in flight and redirect without needing a ship-based eliminator? Raytheon weapons developers explain that the SM-6 dual-mode secret enables a new level of targeting precision and the ability to hit moving targets, much like the less latest variants of the Navy's tactical tomahawk. Multi-domain networking. What about ship networking? Since as far back as 2015, the U.S. Navy has been operating an advanced ship defense system on its destroyers called Naval Integrated Fire Control. It, NIFCA integrates ship-based radar and fire control in aerial gateway mode, such as Hawkeye or even F-35 
to enable multi-domain beyond the horizon threat tracking and networking. A forward positioned aerial node can detect incoming ship missiles, anti-ship missiles from beyond a warship's radar horizon, thus informing commanders of incoming attacks much sooner. Not only that, but NIFICA also networks SM-6 interceptors from ship-based fire control able to respond to incoming threat data provided by the aerial gateway. NIFCA has been so successful that Navy weapons developers have also considered using its network capacity to fire SM-6 missiles in an offensive capacity as well. The NIFCA technology, which is both integrated and deployed, can certainly bring new levels of layered protection to the U.S. Navy carrier strike groups. Do destroyer, China's destroyers operate with anything similar? That would be an operative and critical question. It seems because whichever warship is able to see and destroy an enemy's incoming weapons faster and at further ranges would be much better positioned to prevail in a maritime warfare engagement. That concludes my reading. I told you it would be short, but it's very concise. And it gives you an idea that, yeah, we are getting to be in a little bit of trouble, but we're not that bad just yet. So, um, as that, as always, uh, watch your back and um, just don't give up. All right. We still can fight and still win the good fight. All right. Have a great day.